Welcome to the Grow Your Practice podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Today's episode is going to be more on a tactical topic. In this webinar recording, I spoke with Robin Horace. Robin is our resident advertising expert here at Breakthrough. We talk all about Google and YouTube ads. If you've ever been frustrated with your marketing and you're trying online advertising, or if you haven't really done anything there at all in terms of online advertising, and you're curious to learn how it works, this episode is for you. Robin walks us through the use cases for advertising online, why you might wanna use each one, how they're different, how to set up campaigns, how to write ad copy, and optimize your ads for improved results. She also shares resources that can help make all of this easier. Enjoy this special episode and visit getbreakthrough.com forward slash resources. So what we're going to talk about uh, in our session today is how to get consistent patient flow with Google and YouTube ads. And uh, I have the honor of uh, having a special guest on here and an industry expert in Robin Horace. Uh, we'll talk more about Robin and how great she is for uh, practices that are advertising uh, with Google and YouTube here in a little bit. But um, th this is really about Robin's expertise because um, yeah, she is she's the expert here. I think you're really gonna enjoy it. And uh, especially if you're advertising right now. So in our time together, um, I'll go through introductions. Uh, we're gonna talk about how to choose your advertising platforms, the advertising media right now, more important than ever before, um, why you should advertise or consider advertising on Google and YouTube. We're gonna cover how to run Google and YouTube ads, best practices. Again, for those of you that are just logging on, I uh, went through the slides earlier in preparation for this, talking with Robin. Uh, there's really good stuff in there, and I think you're really going to enjoy that when we get to that area. We're going to have an exclusive offer uh, for those that are looking to advertise on Google and YouTube, and then we're going to have a uh, section, some time at the end for Q&A. So again, just to remind you one more time, uh, two areas you can interact with us. One is in the chat. The other one is within the Q&A. If you have any questions as we're going through the session here, make sure you pop your questions into um, that, that Q&A tab. This training, this online training is brought to you by Breakthrough. Um, it is our mission to help people um, with health issues get back to normal naturally. And the best way for us to do that is to help you practice owners uh, grow your practice, increase your influence, increase the impact that you're having in your area by helping more people with your services um, and ultimately to grow a healthier world. And the big picture of what we're doing is uh, called flipping the pyramid. So over on the left, if you think about, you know, right now in the US, the latest numbers that we have, I believe are 2019, uh, roughly, uh, and our, the US GDP is right around $20 trillion a little over 20 trillion, that's trillion with a T. Um, and if we look at healthcare expenditure, what percentage of that do you, the $20 trillion do you think goes to healthcare? Um, and I'll, 
I'll ask you some other questions here in the chat in a second, but it, it, it's nearly $4 trillion. So almost one in five dollars that are spent in the US go towards healthcare. If you do the math there, it's more than $1,000 per month per person in the US or $12,000 per year. So $12,000 per year per person in the US, and this is not insurance, this is actual cost to deliver healthcare to people in the United States. Um, by the way, for uh, Karen in Toronto, I don't know the numbers for uh, Canada, the completely different system. But here in the US, I can speak to it. So within the US, what percentage of that uh, $1,000 per month do you think goes towards uh, conservative care? So that's physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech, that includes podiatry, uh, dentistry, um, chiropractic care, Etc. What percentage do you think goes towards conservative care? A thousand dollars per month. You can write your answer in the chat. <clears throat> All right. Awkward silence. A uh, hundred dollars. So uh, Jalisa nailed it. It's ten percent. Uh, so ten percent goes to all of conservative care. PTOT speech specifically is 2.6%, so $26 a month. Pharmaceuticals, injections, surgery, we can throw diagnostic imaging in there by way of, and by the way, injections means cortisone, cortisone injections or epidurals, injection of drug. Um, so those four, uh, including diagnostic imaging by way of healthcare system, hospital system, or physician office is 72%. Right, so 72% of the money, nearly three fourths of the money going towards uh, drugs, injections, surgery, diagnostic imaging, 10% uh, going to all of conservative care, right? That's where we're at today here in the US. And the goal of flipping the pyramid is that over on the right, we put private practice conservative care in its rightful spot. We have healthier people and lower cost uh, healthcare costs across the board. And that's our mission here. How many of you does that resonate with? You can just type yes in the chat. Awesome. So uh, this is a practice owner we've worked with now, uh, Tony Sear, Tony and Melissa Sear, who are practice owners, Kinetics PT down in Florida. And Tony has one of my favorite quotes uh, as a practice owner, but he said, you know, if I can't fill my clinics, I can't hire, I can't grow, I can't increase my practice value. I can't scale without filling my clinics. So um, that's how important um, you know, our ability to market is. And you know, the real question is how is advertising on Google and YouTube different than other types of marketing that we're doing? Um, and in this case, we're gonna compare it to Facebook because they are different. So if we break down, and the one thing that I hear um, many practice owners say, if more people in my area just knew what fill in the blank physical therapy, chiropractic care, podiatry, dentistry, uh, optometry, if they just knew what we could do for them, we wouldn't have a new patient problem, right? We wouldn't have the exactly the issue that Tony was talking about. We wouldn't have trouble filling um, our schedules. And in order to do that, in order to tackle the problem, we have to look at it in a, in a scientific way, in an educated way. And if we break the area down, the, the the target audience down in our area. And we think about it in terms of uh, people that are very aware. So this is the person that's saying, 
uh, and this is at the bottom of your screen if you're following along. I know you, I love you, and I want to buy. So I know what you can do for me as a physical therapist, as a chiropractor, as a dentist, um, as a, an orthodontist, et cetera, right? I, I know you, I know your practice, I know the services that you offer, and I want to buy, right? So this is basically our patient list. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we have the unaware. And these are people that have never heard of you or they're, they know that they have trouble reaching into their backseat in their car, but they're not sure, they don't know that they have you know, rotator cuff impingement or something like that, right? And then um, there's a gradient of those um, in terms of the awareness level, awareness levels. And by the way, this is from uh, an awesome book called Breakthrough Advertising, Eugene Schwartz. It's over 50 years old, but it still applies to what we're doing here today. We also have problem aware. That's I've got a problem, right? A shoulder problem. But in this case, the example, you know, is there a solution? Um, they're solution aware. So I'm looking for a physical therapist, a chiropractor, an occupational therapist, a speech therapist, et cetera. Product aware. I know you and your company, but do you have the right services for me? I came to you because I had a total knee replacement two years ago. Can you also help me with my vestibular problem? Right. So that's the awareness scale. Now, how do we place and think about um, different, different online media? So Facebook and YouTube if you think about it, if you've used, if you've consumed media um, in, in those two areas, you know, if you've scrolled on Facebook ever or scrolled on YouTube ever, they're very good and their wheelhouse is attracting, you know, the, uh, the unaware and the problem aware. And um, they're, they're very much, they work on pattern interruption, right? Now, do they help out with aware and product aware? Absolutely. But their wheelhouse, the thing that they do that is unique is... Um, in the unaware end of the spectrum. And then if we get to Google ads, this is if somebody's searching in physical therapy by me or um, ophthalmology by me, they're very aware of um, the solution and the, the product as well. So that's how they're different. And by the way, for uh, we, I know here we're comparing about Facebook and YouTube and Google. Um, Facebook and Instagram, truly the same company, YouTube and Google, same company as well. Um, so they're, they're two different companies, but they cover four different media types, Facebook, Instagram together, YouTube, Google, um, together as well, even though they address different areas on the awareness scale. And then, um, you know, full funnel marketing, it, it goes beyond Facebook and uh, here we're going to focus on Google and YouTube. We have the unaware, the problem aware, the solution aware, um, as well, ultimately, with whatever media that we're doing, there has to be some sort of sign up, and that's we're going to show you an example of a landing page here. Then ultimately retention as well. So you have to think about as you're getting people to raise their hand in your area with your effective advertising, you ultimately have to convert them over to a paying patient as well. Otherwise, we're just focused on vanity metrics. And when we're talking about attraction and getting people to raise their hand. We're going to go back to the market message media match triangle because this is the fundamental, um, the fundamental principle driving all marketing. So the first thing that we want to focus on is who are we marketing to? So just last week I was helping. Uh, there's a, a gym owner, uh, a, a personal training, really a boutique gym uh, within our building here, um, and I was talking with her and we were we had a quick meeting and she was asking for help on her marketing. 
and we went through the same exact exercise. So who is the target market that you're looking to attract? In her case, uh, it was 40 to 65 year old um, female was her, that's her wheelhouse. So that's her number one avatar, number one target market. Our, uh, our private practice has been built on 45 to 64 year old family oriented female. That means she's likely married. Um, she probably has children and possibly even grandchildren. So she's making appointments for herself, for her recalcitrant husband. Um, don't smile there, Robin, who won't get off the, the couch or won't get the help that he needs, right? Um, she's making appointment for her, appointments for her children, for her grandchildren, and possibly even her, her parents. She's also social, so she's sharing. So we built our entire practice um, around that market. Um, and I'm sure you have a target market as well. The next thing that we have to do that's in alignment is, and I'm going to jump over to media. We should consume, um, we should be advertising on media that the target market consumes. So does the target market, you know, in our case, do they consume Google and YouTube? Absolutely. And Robin has some really good statistics for you uh, around that here in a little bit. And then finally, we want to match it up with the messaging. We want to focus on um, messaging that is in their terms that is in how they talk about their problem and how they think about the solution um, in their own words, not our words. So we're avoiding things like, you know, we're the premier practice provider in central Pennsylvania. We, we, we don't want to focus on ourselves. We want to make sure that we focus on the target market's problems and how they think about and talk about their problems in our messaging. And that uh, this is really where I get off because I am not uh, the target, or I am not the uh, the resident expert here. That person is Robin, and Robin um, is, and I've had the opportunity, and I just want to share this. Robin's not aware that I'm going to say this, but I've had the opportunity to work with some amazing, um, amazing online marketers. I've been on stage uh, or in front of the room with Frank Kern, had stuff with uh, Dan Kennedy, Russell Brunson, um, Ryan Dice. I mean, the list goes on and on. Robin is amazing at understanding how online marketing works and helping practice owners uh, feel very empowered to use the different media types in, in terms of online marketing and get results as well. So welcome to the call here, uh, Robin Horace. Well, thank you. Thank you for such kind words. Yes, I was not, <laughs> I was not preparing for you to say that, but thank you. Um, so I'm Robin, I'm the media director here at Breakthrough. And as you said, I help our clients get leads and convert those leads into actual patients. So as we look at Google and YouTube and we wonder why should we advertise um, on Google and YouTube, it really comes down to that's where more than likely your target market is. On YouTube, they have over 126 million unique users each and every month in, um, in the United States. And Google has 95% of the search volume in the United States, which leads to over 255 billion searches per month globally. So with 95% of the searches, Google ads really target everyone in your marketplace. They have, depending on who you ask, 95 to 98% of the market share. And then when you go down to YouTube, you can see in most age categories, YouTube um, has at least 70% of your marketplace. So age 26 to 35, 77% of 
um, ages 36 to 55, 72%. And then ages 67, I mean, 46 plus, they have 67% of the market. Um, so this is ideal audience for practice. This is the ideal audience for practice growth and improved payer mix. So I want to bring you through some top reasons why to choose YouTube. One, it really works in conjunction with your display ads that you might be doing on Facebook or Instagram um, and really giving you that layered marketing effect. It's very cost effective because you can target people um, really closely. So instead of having a lot of media ways for people that are not in your audience, you can really use YouTube targeting and we'll get into more targeting later what our best practices. Video helps you connect with your audience. So video is more likely to be remembered than a text ad or display ad. So it really helps you connect with your audience. You can put yourself in the video. They can see exactly who they're going to see and um, what the ad experience is going to be like. And that can like and that can really help you convert. And it was the third most visited social media platform in 2021 behind only Facebook and TikTok. For Google, one of the my favorite reasons to really advertise with Google Ads is the intent. These people are searching for you and they're hoping that they that you pop up. So they're searching for their pain, things to help their pain. They're searching for a solution, searching for practices. Um, they're them. You can battle tackle your competition. I guarantee you, if you're not doing Google or YouTube ads, some of your competition is. And even if they type in your practice name into Google, if your competitors are advertising, your competitors will pop up. And that can lead to them clicking on your competitor ads, even though they may have seen your direct mailer or something like that um, when they go into search. The third one is Google is the first most visited site in 2021. Like I said, they have between 95 and 90% market share um, when it comes to online searching. So Google is the first place people go to when they want to find a solution or get an answer or just browse the internet. It also allows you to target your ads based on words and phases that people type in. So not just on age and demographic and interest like Facebook, you can actually type in things that you think your audience is going to be looking for or questions that they might be asking. And we'll get a little bit more into that in the targeting section. And then they also have a robust integration with Google Analytics. So it makes it really easy for you to pull insights and actionable solutions. So. Once you have your Google ads, you can see the demographics that are clicking on your ads, engaging with your ads, calling you from your different ads um, into the Google Analytics platform. And then that allows you to be able to really optimize and close that cycle. Now with all platforms, there are just some common mistakes that you should avoid, especially in the medical field. Google, and Google is very strict on healthcare and medical ads. So you wanna make sure that you avoid these to delay um, your ads actually going out into the marketplace. So you wanna make sure you're not guaranteeing specific results from your services by using phrases like get results, will stop the pain and things of that nature because Google does not like guaranteed results. Even on like your testimonials, you should say things like results may vary. 
advertising for treatments about chronic health conditions like diabetes or arthritis. So you want to make sure you don't have these terms in your ad language or even on the landing page that the ad is going to. Because unlike Facebook, Google really ranks your ad based on also not only your ad, the content and the keywords, but also on your landing page and the language on your landing page. So yeah, you may see your ad may run for a day or two, and then you may see all of a sudden a rejection comes up. And that's because Google took the opportunity to look at your landing page um, to see if there was something on there that was restrictive. So you wanna make sure that you're also not using those medical terms on your landing page, and that you're not using your website's homepage as your landing page, because more than likely you're gonna have some of those terms on your personal website. Now that we know the do's and don'ts, let's go into how to get it right, right? How to make sure that you're making the most of your investment. So you wanna make sure that you're creating the right ad structure. So you wanna make sure you do your keyword research and that's where you're going to use a, a platform like key, Google Keyword Plan or SEMrush. You're gonna start by entering words that you think your audience would type in. Um, whether that's back pain, knee pain, um, pediatric speech, milestones, or different things of that nature, and really make sure that you're tackling the, uh, the keywords that make the most sense. You also want to make sure you're including negative keywords as well. So things that you might not handle. So maybe knee surgery is something that you want to make sure that you don't, your ad doesn't pop up with. So you want to make sure you're doing as much as you're looking for keywords to put in. Um, to your ads, you're also looking for keywords that you want to make sure your ads don't pop up with. From there, you want to create campaigns, ad groups, um, and keywords. So your campaign should really probably be structured by like the pain type, the overall solution. Your ad groups may um, are going to go into a little bit more detail. It may be about like lower back pain and then you want to make sure your keywords are tightly grouped so that they're all around lower back pain. What this is going to do is going to make sure that your quality score um, is increased and this will help your bids be lower so win more actions. Um, as well as making sure that you probably have a landing page, at least at every ad group level because again. Google wants to make sure that you're sending people to things that you say in your ad. So if you mention lower back pain in your ad, you want to make sure things like your landing page is also going to mention that. And that brings you right into building a compelling landing page. So again, make sure you match that landing page with intent. It could be as easy as if you're saying physical therapist in your ads, you want to make sure that that is on your landing page. If you're saying physical therapy, in your ads, you want to make sure that is on your landing page because that's going to really help Google rank. And the better your quality score is, the more leads you get. Um, you want to use direct response copy. You want to kind of keep it nice and simple. Um, why people choose you? What do you do differently? Um, reasons to believe. So again, you want to have some testimonies, but again, make sure you put that results may vary. Um, so that face uh, that Google doesn't ding you. You want to make sure those keywords again are really in the ad. So yes, this may mean that you might have to have multiple landing pages, depending on what you're trying to target. 
and that all of those ads go to that specific landing page. You want to make sure you create consistency between the ad and landing page, so whether that's Google or YouTube. If you're using certain colors, certain copies, certain keywords, certain um, call to actions, you want to make sure that your landing page also has those as well. And then you want to build trust on your landing page. When they come to you, they want to make sure that you're the expert. So testimonials, again, are great. Just make sure you add those results may vary. When working on YouTube, you want to invest in good quality videos for YouTube. Um, this is going to add value not only to your search, but also to your landing page experience. Some tricks that we like to use for our videos that we put on YouTube is that we like to keep ads under 60 seconds. We have a very short attention span, so keeping ads to 30 seconds, 60 seconds, and you can play around with the YouTube ads and try different lengths of ads and see which ones really resonate with your audience. You want to make sure you start with a great hook and not dive directly into the offer. You want something that's going to make them want to stick around for the 30 or 60 seconds to watch the ad. You want to make sure that, as Chad said before, you're talking about the customer and you're providing benefits to them um, and not necessarily just talking about your practice. You want to end the video with a clear call to action. What do you want your customer to do? Do you want them to call you? Do you want them to book online? Do you want them to just show up? Um, and you're probably going to have to create more than one video. You also want to make sure you're using the correct targeting. So you want to use geotargeting to advertise locally. Someone that lives 50 miles away is probably not going to travel all the way to your office. Um, so you want to make sure you're targeting people within driving distance to your office. You want to exclude ages that are not within your ideal patient profile, right? So if you have um, maybe arthritis, you want to make sure you're not targeting per se to 18 year olds. Yes, some 18 year olds may have arthritis, but that's not where your biggest bang for your buck is going to be. You want to make sure if you're running call ads, for example, on Google and Google ads, you're only running them during business hours. You want to make sure someone is available to actually answer the calls. Or again, you're just wasting your investment because people are calling you and you're unavailable. So you don't want to turn anybody off. You can also target specific household incomes. And this is what we talk about, like the payer mix and things of that nature. If you want to get more like non-Medicaid, non, um, and things of that nature, then targeting higher household incomes may be the right solution for you. In YouTube, you can also overlay various topics to ensure your ad is around relevant content. So for example, if someone's searching exercises for lower back pain, then you might want to have your lower back pain video show up around those different targets. So here are an example of some of our um, paid ads that work. In this first ad over here, you can see, you can actually see the practice owner. Again, you're building that trust with the person as being the expert, um, but you can see what will you learn. We're making it about the customer and not about the practice owner. Um, the call ads have clear numbers. Um, we're asking again, are you suffering from pain? We're not necessarily talking about specific pain. Um, and we're not guaranteeing anything in the ads. And then on the bottom ad, 
um, you can see we're going, uh, we're given a different kind of offer, like a free cons consult instead of necessarily going to a workshop. So here's an example of a Google ad. Um, so first you wanna make sure you have a benefit headline. So you wanna make sure that you're offering them something so they can schedule an appointment online. That makes it easy for the, for the customer. Um, and then when you get down to the actual description, you wanna make sure you hit them with the, here's what I got for you, right? Here's what it'll do for you and here's how to get it. So again, making sure um, that you're very clear, like contact our office near you. You also you always wanna make sure to throw in as many calls to actions as you possibly can. And then on the bottom, Google Ads has something called extensions. So for this ad, um, we chose the call extension, which means that if someone was to click that call their phone, and, and they were on a mobile device, it would automatically ring into the office. You can also use extensions for site callouts. So if you have different parts of your website. So for example, um, if you were doing like rotator cuff, you might have callouts on your website. Um, like why, how can we treat it? Um, our different locations, our office, if you have multiple sites, you can also add an image here or your logo as well. So with healthcare and medical ads on Google, um, you definitely wanna set yourself up not to get rejected. Again, Google is very strict on healthcare ads and they get stricter each year. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't find ways around it and that you can't advertise. So you wanna make sure that you comply with all laws and policies that apply to them. Google actually has a healthcare um, policy that you can search that'll show you exactly um, what to do and not do. You wanna stay away from questions about medical conditions um, as they apply the advertiser knows a user condition. So you wanna make sure that you're not like using words like you and your, like fix your knee. Um, I know you have arthritis, here's how I can help. And you wanna focus on the service and benefit rather than the result. So instead of promising a result, um, like pain-free, like let's get you pain-free and things of that nature, you wanna focus more on we can help you with your pain. Some examples are um, like top-rated physical therapists in Charlotte. Um, are you suffering from your pain? Learn how to manage your pain so we're not guaranteeing anything we're just telling you you're gonna we're gonna teach you how to manage your pain without medication um or we're gonna help you manage your pain without medication and surgery and then if you just want like more general appointments we are now accepting appointments calls to schedule today you want to avoid things like suffering from diabetes learn more um arthritis can cause you to lose focus um, and get your children the help they need. Again, you want to make sure you eliminate the using yours. So Google actually makes appealing a rejection fairly easy if you correct the things that they um, rejected you for. 
So in the picture on the top, you can see this is a screenshot of what it looks like when a, um, a ad is rejected. So as I said, sometimes Google may let your ad run for a little bit because it didn't necessarily listen to your video yet or go to your landing page as of yet. Um, but for this ad in particular, it was rejected because of the metal content. The landing page said Botox and that word is restricted by Google. Um, and then the ad had you and you're in it, which they, what they call health and personalized advertising. So Google will give you that guidance on why um, they didn't approve them and they allow you to edit the ad. Um, and then once you edit the ad, you can go back and appeal the ad and try to resubmit it. Um, if that doesn't work, ultimately you are like a human to review the ad. So you can, um, on the bottom, you can actually submit a petition and have a, and request a manual review of your ad. And then that way a human will actually go in, read your ad or listen to your video and make a, um, make a decision from there. So here at Breakthrough, um, we use Google AdWords and YouTube ads. We can definitely run both ads for you. We can help you promote you, your workshop, and the different services that you offer. Um, we have general appointment campaigns as well as workshop campaigns. So we can do branded terms, we can do physical therapist terms or any other um, vertical terms. And with Google, um, you want to get the most out of your workshops, we definitely suggest layering on additional advertising. So if you're doing offline media like direct mailers and things of that nature, we still suggest that you layer on Google Ads and YouTube. This will help you increase patient volume and consistency as well and diversify the different channels that you advertise with. And it'll help increase the rising tide with brand recognition. So if they, for example, so heard your radio ad or saw your direct mailer um, and then they're trying to find you on search through Google, we can make sure that you pop up as well. This is a case study um, from one of our patients um, from one of our clinics in December. So they spent $380. We were able to generate them over 27,000 impressions and they had a 40% conversion rate. So they had 10 leads. Um, and four new patients out of those 10 leads, leading to a 40% conversion. And last we heard, they were still working on the other um, six leads to see if they can convert them over to patients as well. I'm gonna hand it back over to Chad. Thank you. Thanks, Robin. How about some love for Robin in the, the chat? That was great. So the, the natural question that most owners are gonna talk with uh, or, or think through talk about is, you know, we're spending money on advertising, attracting patients. And just like, you know, the previous ex example with uh, Luke and Ashton Haynes in uh, their private practice in Texas, you know, what if my leads aren't turning into patients? So yes, we had four come through right away. What do we need to do to, you know, maximize, optimize um, our, the, the effectiveness of our advertising and, and get more people to a plan of care? Well, we want to think through and use automation. And, you know, eight years ago, nine years ago, when we started here at Breakthrough and we were talking with 
uh, private practices, really goal number one was just to help private practices target and start marketing direct, directly to the consumer. That's really only half the game. So once you get people to raise their hand, once you get people to click on your Google ad or your YouTube ad and share their information or whatever that call to action is, we want to make sure that we uh, that, that we don't lose you know that that gift that uh, that positive thing that happened with our our advertising. And the way to do that is through automation and ultimately software. So software that automates this process. So we want to use automation to turn more leads or people that respond to your ads over into paying patients. So we have patient demand software that we've been developing for five plus years here at Breakthrough with behavioral-based nurturing. So that means based on what the person does, how they interact um, as they go through the campaign, it generates more interest, builds trust over time that like exactly what Robin talked about and converts more people over into paying patients. We wanna leverage pre-written emails, either in indoctrination or nurture campaigns that provoke action, that compel people um, to show up to an appointment and ultimately sign up for a plan of care. And the other thing that we wanna do is gain clear visibility into the campaign performance so we can do more of what works and less of what doesn't, um, which is the game that we're all playing in private practice. And the way that we think about this, so this is a, a flywheel that it really explains the, the, the full thought. This is exactly what we use um, in my private practice to you know, grow from a startup 18 years ago to $8 million in revenue plus today. But it's a simple, repeatable way to consistently grow your practice. And it's, we call it the all-in-one patient demand platform. So the first place that we're going to start is in the att attraction. So what uh, Robin shared with you here today was a lot of information around how to attract patients consistently on YouTube and Google with, with their ad platforms. So we have the online advertising, uh, done for you campaigns and the pre-built landing pages that drive um, to a specific call to action, a specific pathway over to that, that paid plan of care, that paid paying patient. After we attract them, after the person raises their hand, interacts with our marketing, with our ad, we then have to convert them over uh, to that paying patient. So this is the lead management, the email automation that works automatically, um, and the, the two-way texting, giving us multiple options of how we can communicate with people that have responded to our ads. The third thing that we have to do, which is at the bottom of the flywheel here, <clears throat> but certainly not least, is we have to measure, right? So we have to be able to take a look at our different campaigns and how they're working. Is rotator cuff working better than back pain? Is working better than vestibular? Or you know, what's working best for our practice? Where should we be devoting more time, money, and resources? And where do we need improvement in, with regards to the the ads, the attraction, and also the conversion as well. So that's where we have the, that measurement component, which focuses on ROI intelligence, um, the benchmark insights. So how is our area working? How's our practice performing compared to other, literally hundreds of other practices? And also the training and coaching, how do we get better? How do we learn from a practice in Vancouver or Seattle, Washington, or uh, Omaha, Nebraska, what are they doing? What's the best practice? Um, and that's what we provide here at Breakthrough. By the way, um, if you want to use 
or learn more about um, the, the exact system that Robin and the team here at Breakthrough um, have built for not only our private practice, but hundreds of other practices as well, and you're looking for help with your online marketing, you can go to getbreakthrough.com forward slash March webinar, all one word, for a demonstration and a $50 Amazon gift card when you show up to that demonstration. And just a really quick word on who this is for. This is really for you if you are a practice owner with a growth mindset, you want to advertise online, and also you have at least one other person um, in your practice that can help you. So typically it's gonna be a front office person, somebody that can help you with the traffic and respond to the traffic. If you are a solopreneur who's in the clinic 60 hours a week and you have no other help, um, th this would be overwhelming. So this would be for somebody with a team of at least one other person uh, to be able to help with handling the traffic and responding to people that are clicking on the ads. So if this sounds like you and you do have a growth mindset, you can go to getbreakthrough.com or click on the link within the chat for get through getbreakthrough.com forward slash March webinar for that demonstration. And so some other common questions that uh, not only I am probably guilty of myself, but I've heard other owners say, you know, I, I want to have a large online presence. Uh, I want to advertise directly to the con consumers. But um, how do I do it? You know, that, that's it's a great question. By the way, there was a poll that just came up on your screen. If you are interested, um, you can click yes on the poll and our team will be in touch with you um, to schedule that demonstration and the uh, $50 Amazon gift card. So common questions, you know, I want to have a, a large online presence. I want to advertise direct to the consumer. How do I do it? You can do exactly what I did uh, eight to 10 years ago and try to learn how to do it yourself. I know, I think we added up all my receipts one time. I, I invested over $108,000 trying to hire <clears throat> piecemeal experts I went down the path of, you know, talking with my brother-in-law and taking courses and coaches and everything else. And at the end of that journey, I realized that I'm a clinician, I'm a physical therapist and a practice owner. And the best use of my time is spent in doing what I do best, right? It, it's not becoming uh, Robin or, um, you know, another member of the team and becoming an expert there. So that's how I thought through it and how many other owners have thought through it as well. You know, should I adopt a, a do-it-yourself approach? Should I hire an agency? Can I just hire my nephew to do it? He's good at tech, right? He has a TikTok account or whatever that is. Um, or is there a, a turnkey system that I can plug into? The, what we're talking about here when you click yes on the poll um, that is on your screen is, is taking a look at that turnkey system and how that can work for your practice in terms of attracting more people in your area, um, converting them over to a paid plan of care, and then having the software and that, that measuring tool to show you exactly how everything is working. So you can follow people the whole way through from the time they click on an ad to the time they come, uh, to the time they become a paying patient, and then ultimately graduate their plan of care, spread um, how great you and your services are, your clinicians are by word of mouth referral and refer other people to you and then return for additional care in the future. And then finally, here, the last question that we have before we get to your questions. By the way, quick reminder, if 
you do have a question for uh, Robin or I, you can type that into um, Robin or me. You can type that into the Q&A and we'll have Andrea on here to help moderate. So I know the rules of online advertising change a lot. They change a lot and they change often. How do I mitigate that problem and not have my account shut down? Um, what we have learned. So we work with, Robin and the team work with advertising experts um, that really give us a benefit that you or I could never realize um, with you know, being a, a smaller practice, right? We don't have this huge benefit of the economies of scale, but they work with, um, Robin and her team work with and consult with the biggest advertisers in all of Google, YouTube, Facebook, um, Instagram, et cetera. So they're getting guidelines very quickly and implementing that for on behalf of all of us. If you're doing it yourself, I would just follow um, the guidelines that Robin shared in the slides here for you. And at this time we can uh, open this up to any questions that the audience has, Andrea. Sounds good. Thanks, Chad, and thanks, Robin. So we have several questions uh, that we can get started with here. Feel free to continue to send questions in the chat or in the Q&A box. Um, the first question is from Alan. Uh, would we be able to look at a specific example of campaign slash ad group slash singular ads in action and how they're broken down? Um, so I don't have a example of someone's account um, right now. But the way it would work is that your campaign is really like, what is your overall objective? So your campaign is going to be, if you want to increase online appointments, then all of those, um, everything dealing with online appointments should be in that campaign. When you get into your ad groups, then it would be for what kind of appointments do you want? Do you want appointments around knee pain? Um, do you want appointments around shoulder pain, neuropathy, things of that nature? And then the keywords would all be broken down by those different ones. So in one ad group, all your keywords are related to shoulder pain. The next one would be related to knee pain. The next one would be related to neuropathy. And then you would have multiple ads in each of those ad groups that use those keywords like lower back pain for example um, and you would make sure that some of those keywords would be in your ad copy robin simple inventory so let's just use one example you talked about back pain for i believe it was alan's question here um so let's say we wanted to schedule appointments from a a, a single campaign so you have a youtube or Google ad, it's driving to a landing page that has a very simple call to action and maybe a, an appointment's not the best example, but um, what happens, like what other, um, what other inventory, what other assets would they need in a, beyond the, the actual ads and the landing page um, in, in order to have a, create a successful campaign? What are, what are some other components there? Um, so you want to make sure that you really have your keywords that are being targeted, um, that you are trying to target. You want to make sure that you have your location set up and you have that radius around your location, whether that's 25 miles, 10 miles, depending on the area that you are in. 
Um, you want to make sure that you have all your extensions set up. So that's what we kind of talked about earlier. So your phone number loaded in there, any website extensions um, loaded in there. For videos, of course, you want to have your videos loaded in there. And then you want to make sure that you have multiple um, headline descriptions and call to actions ready to go for Google and um, for the Google ads, especially your search ads. Um, that way, Google can optimize towards which one is performing the best. Okay. And so I am in Charlotte. I click on your ad for Robin's Physical Therapy. And um, I go to the landing page, but I don't sign up. You're also doing something to capture that person, right? You're using a pixel or you're doing something mm -hmm. else. There, there are other assets there to convert people long-term who don't ultimately convert right away. Is that, is that fair? Yes. So one thing that we do is that we do, when you get back down to that, um, the bottom of the funnel that you show, we do do retargeting. So we'll retarget them back maybe on Facebook or Instagram and show them ads there. So not only are we waiting for them to search for you guys, we're also making sure that we're captivating all the traffic that goes to the page. Um, and then we also, my team handles like the emails and the text message. So if someone um, is a lead, but they may not have booked an appointment or showed up to a webinar, we make sure that we have other things that will reach back out to the to the leads to make sure that they are converting over. So everyone doesn't convert in the first seven or 14 days. Sometimes we find that three months later, we might send an email um, with some tips or tricks for them and then they'll call in and schedule an appointment. So we look at the short game, but also the long-term game from every lead. Yeah, and, and I'll back you up on that one. We just had somebody come through that was over four years old, so they had responded to an ad four years ago, but never, they, they had signed up and never followed through. And finally, Robin and the team just beat them over the head with the advertising enough where they, they came back in. It was great. Awesome. Ellen has a follow-up question. Um, do you prefer targeted keywords and ad headlines or descriptions? So you are, you need all. So the headlines um, are going to be kind of that hook and the descriptions is going to be um, more of that, like, what do you do and what do you kind of offer? You're going to need keywords in both components, in your headlines and in your descriptions, if you want a, um, a high quality score from Google and YouTube. Great, thank you. Um, the next question is an anonymous one. Uh, asking, when you say landing page, are you talking about our website? So no, we are not talking about your website. This The landing page is going to be designed exactly for the campaign um, or the ad group that you're running. So you're probably going to end up with multiple landing pages. Your landing page should be short, simple, and drive to one call to action. Do you want them to sign up for an appointment? Do you want them to attend your workshop? Do you want them to call you? Um, and everything on that page should be driving that person to do that action. Another reason, especially for Google and YouTube, you want to make sure that you have landing pages because they, unlike Facebook, they don't only look at the ads. When they reject the ad, they also look at your website. So if you're driving someone to a website that might have Botox 
on it, they will not allow you to run ads to that website. But you can easily get around that by creating a landing page where you just don't mention Botox or any other kind of medical terms. Thank you. Um, we have several questions here about the costs for advertising. Um, so another Robin is asking, what's a good amount to spend on, on Google ads for best results with the least amount of money spent. Um, we also have someone asking how much costs for ads on Google and YouTube. So if you could answer answer those, Robin. Sure, Robin, that's a, I can help you. Mm -hmm. But go right ahead, because it seems like you already had an answer. I can tell you how I think about it as a practice owner, but. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, I'll bounce off for you. Yeah, so that we, um, I mean, what I've been doing, and I share all of our numbers at all of the breakthrough events, uh, my, my own private practice numbers, but in any practice location that we're looking to grow, um, we're willing to invest up to 10% of our gross revenue in total marketing costs. And Robin talked uh, about layering the marketing or uh, that rising tide effect. So whenever we open um, a new location where completely cold, uh, where we don't have a large patient list in that area yet, a past patient list that we can uh, market to, um, and we're working with the breakthrough team, we'll dedicate 10%, sometimes even a little bit more, um, into advertising. So you want to do online advertising that works, go back to that market message media match that we, we talked about. So typically, when we're in an area, like uh, I'm going to Shrewsbury that we opened up, um, two years ago, almost to the, the day, I believe it was March 9th of uh, 2020, right before um, COVID hit central Pennsylvania. And we had one, uh, we went with one online media type. And I think we were spending, investing $1,000 per month there. And then over time we ramped up and layered our marketing. So, you know, in the beginning it's Google and then we had YouTube and then we had Facebook, et cetera, to break into that, to that market. Thanks, Sean. Anything to add, Robin? You just want to make sure that when um, for your budget, so it's different than Facebook, right? For Facebook, if you give them a dollar, they'll spend your dollar. For Google and YouTube, if you give them a dollar, but that keyword costs $2 for someone to see it, they will not spend your money. So you want to make sure that um, if you're running the ads yourself, you're looking at how much it costs to bid on certain keywords to get the audience and kind of make your decision um, for there. When we run ads for our clients, we recommend, um, depending on the type of campaign that they're running, the out-of-pocket expenses could be anywhere from 600 and up, depending on the area, the competition in the area. So if you're in an area where a lot of um, people are bidding on the same keywords as you, that may impact your cost um, a little bit. But you want to you want to make sure that you're there right even if it's a highly competitive area because that may be a reason why you don't have the patient demand that you wish for because someone else is answering the customers when they search in there um, that they need help thanks robin um kelly has another question about cost um and you know she commented that 
how should a, a private practice determine budget for services like breakthrough? Um, it can be difficult for a practice manager to convince owners to invest without rapid and 100% trackable ROI. Any comments to that? Um, so the great thing about when when you're working with breakthrough, we have our proprietary system that we can track where every lead actually came from. So whether that lead was from your emails, your Google, your YouTube, um, from Facebook, we're able to see exactly where that lead came from. We're able to see if that lead actually scheduled an appointment um, and if it was actually converted. So that allows, and we have different reports and things in the platform that really allow you to be able to take a screenshot or let your owner log in and kind of see the performance um, on a day-to-day -day basis. Chad, anything you want to add? Yeah. Um, who asked the question, Andrea? This is Kelly. from Kelly. Kelly. So the, the easiest thing, Kelly, would be to connect you with people that are utilizing breakthrough and see what they did who are in your same exact role. So, you know, I'm thinking of uh, Lindsay in Michigan off the top of my head, um, Jody, I think they're in Alabama. Um, yeah, there, there are people in a similar role and it's how they went to the owner um, and they, they had a very systematic and successful way to present it to the owner in terms of ROI and going direct to the consumer, but I'm sure our team um, can connect you with those, uh, those other managers. Yeah, so if you're interested in getting in touch um, with those folks, um, if you didn't already respond yes to the poll, we'll be sure to reach out to you that way. Um, or you can visit the link that was posted in the chat and I can repost that. Um, and we'll just make sure someone follows up and, and gets that question answered. Um, all right, we have a lot of questions still coming in, so we'll get through as many as we can in the next few minutes. Um, and otherwise, we can follow up with you uh, individually afterwards. Um, but Jesse has a question. If you are a cash-based clinic, do you advertise that you are cash-based to weed out insurance-seeking people? I've noticed with my ads now that I get a lot of, uh, do you accept, like, insert the blank insurance? So... We have two ways here um, that we help with that. One is that um, household income, making sure that you're targeting um, people with higher household incomes. And then two, also making sure that that language is on whichever landing page that you're directing them to. Great, thank you. Um, let's see. We have several questions from Anonymous. Um, what do you think about ads that go directly to an online booking platform and bypassing the landing page? So it really depends on where they're at in that awareness. So I would never suggest that you have an unaware consumer, um, like a cold person going to a booking platform. If you are retargeting someone that already knows who you are, what you do, and what benefits you provide, then yes, you can send those people to the appointment page, but they would have had to have hit a prior landing page or visited your social media or something to that effect to make it worthwhile. Awesome. Um, and do you use Google or YouTube uh, individually or together, typically? 
we have clients who only do YouTube, we have clients who only do Google, and then we have clients that um, do everything, including Facebook. Awesome. Let me just check here in the chat. I see there's several questions as well. Um, do you have anything for someone starting a telemedicine business part-time? I think this is uh, a question around, does it make sense to work with Breakthrough? You, you can go through. Um, our team will connect you with the right people. We're developing um, other specialties constantly, especially over the last 12 to 18 months. Um, but there's a lot of questions that I would ask before I could give you a definitive answer, yes or no. I think it's worth a conversation. So if you just click yes on the poll, um, our, our team can get you to the right people um, to see if it's something feasible for you. The, the red flag for me, uh, if I'm being very transparent, is part time. You know, if there's, if you're investing in marketing and you're driving um, the traffic, and I can think of uh, one specific practice owner who we, we worked with, um, I think she was in practice for a year um, and wasn't, didn't really have patient demand. She was kind of, you know, like toe in the water a little bit. And then uh, once the patient demand came in, um, she had to transition really quickly to full-time and then brought her um, husband along, I'm sorry, transition to full-time treating and then brought her husband in really quickly as well. So like we would want to make sure that you're ready, you're ready to transition um, very quickly uh, when that happens. Awesome. All right. I think this will be the last question for today. Um, we have a couple of questions that came in about how do you convert Instagram posts into paying customers? So being hundred percent honest with you, the way the Instagram algorithm is, it's set up for people who pay for advertising, whether that's a boosted post or they pay for ads, the algorithm um, when it comes to business pages doesn't really prioritize business pages. One thing that you can have your um, audience do is you can have them kind of opt in to follow you for notifications when you post. You're definitely gonna wanna have a social media manager, someone in your practice actually responding back to those clients um, if they're just posting in the comments. And you can also have your Instagram like link out to your different landing pages. Um, so like the whole link in bio, where you can have them link out to several different landing pages um, with several different call to actions as well. But I wouldn't expect to see a large return um, for from Instagram or Facebook without a paid effort. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Robin. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, everyone. Remember to visit getbreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.